Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Grandmaster Nightfalls now that they're actually in the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm probably live right now. Say no to rage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. It's a little bit easier than typing out the full address. So say no to rage.com. If you want to listen to these entire podcast episodes with the talk and the Q&A combined, you can search for SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms. Those of you that watch on YouTube, thank you for doing that. YouTube's been doing great lately. I'm going to go back to putting out the video and Q&A at the same time and kind of test the waters. People kind of didn't like it, and uh, I'm going to go back for the time being. It did seem to be helping the video's uh, performance, though, as far as viewership. So, Grandmaster Nightfalls are in the game. What do we think? I have not run them. I have no plans on running them. I'm not even strong enough to run them. I have zero interest in them, even more so now after watching people experience them. So I'm going to base this off of what we know and what we've seen, which is we've kind of seen and heard it all. I think the fastest they ended up running it yesterday was somewhere around anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. They did get pretty efficient at it. So I'm going to talk about how it's unappealing and then some. Then I want to talk about no timer, but a timer. And then I want to end by talking about the rewards. So first, let's just talk about unappealing healing and then some i am glad to see them using contest modifier in another place that's encouraging that's something that we've been saying would be a great idea for a long time to revitalize old raids to do an actual persistent hard mode in a raid have contest modifier on so there's always an ever-present power delta meaning that you're always sort of under leveled you're always seeing swords because the the game is treating you as if you are a certain level even if you're over leveled for the content you're not over leveled once you're in there so i love seeing it get use but when you combine contest modifier with the 12 negative modifiers i really feel that this is unappealing it doesn't i don't i have no desire to go into this kind of content and the way that i explained this the other day if you've ever been to a show or a concert and there's a really really you know kind of not good sound guy in the back and all he knows how to do is turn the volume all the way up he doesn't know how to fiddle with the eq he doesn't do any sound checks with the mics or any of that stuff he just cranks the volume all the way up it tends to cause distortion and it tends really good music to sound really really bad i feel that destiny as a game Bungie typically just cranking the volume up to a hundred is what this kind of content feels like there's not enough nuance there's not enough dynamics it's just very punishing very 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 rough and it and it feels like the music turned all the way up to a hundred I, I it flattens it out and makes it very unenjoyable it causes like dissonances and distortions in the game where you're basically just gonna hide and some of the fastest runs that we're hearing about people did exactly what I said they were going to do they're running three hunters triple invis and they're skipping everything which yeah wow great content like I, that's not that is not good end game content that's not inviting that's not that's not truly challenging it's cheesy and frustrating add on top of this the hidden 45 minute timer after telling us that time was not an issue now again people are being too generous here i give bungie passes a lot to the point that people say i'm an apologist and a shill and a sellout okay I'm not giving them a pass here. I cannot do that. This was bad communication. This is the sentence that they put in the TWAB about Grandmaster Nightfalls. They said, Completion should be the primary metric for success rather than score or time or another inactivity metric like killing all champions. So, they said that, okay? <clears throat> and then they surprise everybody with a the timer. Now, now, to be fair... 
the timer was getting misrepresented, okay? The timer, people were saying, oh, at 45 minutes, you just get wiped and kicked to orbit. That's actually not true. And so we were initially a little bit more frustrated by it than than needed. I'm still frustrated that they didn't communicate this well. I'm okay with a 45-minute timer that does this. This is what it does. It takes your ability to res your teammates away. I'm actually okay with that to a certain degree because I said if time doesn't matter, if killing champions doesn't matter, then people are either going to just completely and utterly slow walk this and just sit back and just take their time and take an hour to get it done just so they can get the, you know, the the completion and the and the and the the, t- the title. I was like that's kind of boring. However, Given that the timer was in there, after they said that time would not matter at all, they should have spelled that out in the TWAB. So let's talk about that next. Timer but no timer. This is just bad communication. They should have said, you actually will have some pressure and some time because if you don't, you're going to lose the ability to res your teammates to, to add things up. You know, they said there's some new modifiers and we want it to be a surprise. I don't think this was a good idea to surprise people with. It just was really frustrating for the guys that were in there. To go in thinking that time is not an issue and suddenly have a timer popping up, that's a bit of a sucker punch. They could have said nothing about time. They didn't even have to say what they said. They drew attention to the fact that you really weren't going to have to focus on champions. You really weren't going to have to focus on time. And then there's actually a timer modifier in there. So it was like a hidden 13th modifier that made the content, I think, more frustrating than it needed to be. All right. Now, if you add on to this, the other 12 negative modifiers and the power delta, I just think this compounds the unappealing nature of the content. I don't have any desire to go into content like this. And I think timers in general, people are like, well, Dado likes the timer. That's fine. There were people that liked the timer when Destiny 2 launched. They defended the timer in Nightfalls, but people complained about it. Engagement sucked for Nightfalls, and they took it out. They just took it out. They're like, okay, no timer on Nightfalls. Getting an extinguished timer on Nightfalls was originally in the game at D2's launch, and people hated it, so they took it out. The res timer, the timer in, in, in raids that wipe everybody if you don't get somebody resed in time. That's generally been a, a pretty common complaint from the community, that they don't like that. So, in Bungie's experience, I don't think timers have a very good history in the game. At least this time, they opted for something that I would be more okay with. We said that about the res timer in raids. We said, listen, if the timer runs out, then that's just the end of it. If somebody dies, they're dead. We've talked about that. Limit it with the tokens, and then the timer can still be there. And when the timer counts down, you can no longer res anybody. You can still try and clutch it up. If you're out of tokens and four or five people are alive, you can press on and continue in the raid. So from a logistical standpoint, I like that they're going and leaning toward a timer that doesn't wipe or extinguish, but just says no longer can res. You know, applying that pressure to the team. I still take issue with 12 negative modifiers and hiding hiding five of them in one modifier. I still take issue with that. I think that's that's ridiculously unappealing content. I have zero desire to engage with that. But they, I think they fumbled this ball on communication, surprising people with that and not spelling it out. There was mass confusion. People were like, wait, I don't understand. You get wiped after 45 minutes. Didn't Bungie say there was no timer? Why are people getting wiped? Well, come to find out 24 hours later, once people have kind of tested it, you don't get wiped. It just takes away your ability to res and, you know, yay. So lastly, let's talk about rewards. 
This is another area where I feel they failed to communicate clearly how this was going to work. In the original quote I read to you, they gave us the impression that both time and champions did not matter, and that is not true. Time does matter, and killing champions also matters. There's no guarantee anything at the end. If you don't kill the champions and you don't get the platinum score, that has an effect on the awards that you get at the end, which I would say is stupid. If I'm going to go into content and be massively under the delta with 12 negative modifiers, you better give me a guaranteed exotic drop and a guaranteed ascendant shard. So the drop rate of exotics and the drop rates of those things is still dependent upon you killing champions. So they literally said something that largely has rung untrue. I think in their mind, they thought really all we want people to do is complete it to get the title. This is not going to be an exotic grind, but people have figured out how to run it in 10 to 15 minutes. That's a pretty good exotic grind for, for your trouble. A 10 to 15 minute grandmastered run. That's not bad at all. I would say you deserve a guaranteed exotic for that. You deserve a guaranteed ascendant shard. If you're doing that, I would even say double the ascendant shards and give a like I said a guaranteed exotic. So again, they just they fumbled the communication here. Even if they would have gotten the communication right, I still don't think this is good content. If you're going to go all the way up the, the to this tier of difficulty, to this challenging of an environment, the rewards even right now, if you can't throw something crazy at me like a grandmaster gun or grandmaster armor. At the absolute very least, you should be guaranteeing the exotic to drop every single time. Uh, th- this is this is not this is not in line with the pulse of the community. This is tone deaf content. This is not good. If you're trying to experiment with modifiers and challenging content, so be it. You could have called this the Grandmaster Beta. I know we we said that about trials. That might start to get a little bit old. Constantly saying like, oh. We should, we should call everything a beta, but this is not a strong, strong launch. This feels at best like a bad test run. This does not feel like a, a, a fully orbed piece of content. Even if you're only running it for the title, I still think the way that it's been designed and communicated was poor, and you should, I think, at the very least, as a, as a nice little coin flip to the people that figure out how to run this quickly, they should get a guaranteed exotic every time. I don't care if they're going invis and skipping your sections. That doesn't matter to me. They're going into a very challenging environment with deltas and limited revives and extinguish and a 45 minute timer and all that. Like They're going in to do all of that. They should, at the very least, get a guaranteed exotic and probably double ascendant shards. So... I'm very disappointed in the way this was rolled out and communicated. Uh, This has probably been one of the more, uh, if not probably one of the most disappointing times to play the game with the error codes, the cheating, and the bad communication. I we we they got it right. They got to turn this ship around. Luke Smith's got to step out and really and really step up and 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 right this ship because this is rocky right now. It's really hurting consumer confidence, at least for me. We're gonna go to question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the Grandmaster Nightfalls now that they're actually in the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now. I am usually live when these hit the feeds. Say no to Rage.com. It'll bring you right to my channel whenever I am doing these streams, conversations, and Q&A sessions. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, the bell button, all of that helps. YouTube's been doing better. I think the, some good algorithm changes have helped the channel. So thank you for those of you that have been subbing and watching on YouTube. T-Funk with the first question. I came back for Guardian Games and Grandmaster, and I can't physically play. Do you think the artifact grind is too much, or the artificial delta is getting out of hand, or just chalk it up to, I need to sink my life into Destiny to do all the content? Well, if you if you were to suddenly come back after the Taken King launched and you came in a month after it launched and like, hey, I'm back for the raid I haven't really been playing I'm back for the hard raid, I haven't really been playing you would have had to go through all the leveling that all of us went through does that make sense? Like, so I don't think, you're not, number one you shouldn't be held, you shouldn't be held back from playing Guardian Games because of your power level, but I feel like it's reasonable to say you have to go through the due diligence of leveling to go into really, really hard endgame content. I don't think that that's a bad thing or a wrong thing. I do think, and I said this before, if they're going to go a la carte with the seasonal format so you can skip seasons, uh, um, then they need, to do, they need to make leveling better. So I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly like, yeah, you should come back and just jump right into endgame content, but I will agree that like leveling should be a whole lot more linear. Leveling's not really content. Even when leveling was slow and kind of bad during last year, during year two, even the hardcore players were leveling up in like a week or two. It doesn't really have an enduring value. Leveling should just kind of happen. Yo, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you. I, I have continued to say leveling should happen almost automatically and then once you're max level all these new things should open up for you daily grinds so like right now when reset just happened i should be able to be like oh hey instead of having three milestones in crucible i have three daily targeted items dire promise i can go run these daily daily milestones in crucible and get three dire promises and then the next day it's somewhere else I just think it should be more about like, yeah, you should just get like, you should hit max level almost no problem and then everything else should change after that. And the pinnacle grind to getting strong enough to go into grandmasters, like does it really need to be that slow? You know, I'm a hardcore casual. I don't have time to sink into a plus 25, but I can play and do modifiers. Well, I think if I got my way, and I, I, I actually think I'm going to get my way, I think leveling is going to continue to get streamlined. I don't think Bungie likes slow leveling. They have, for the last how many months, continued to soften the edge of leveling. It, they, they did the surge bounties last year because it was too slow, and then this year they made leveling so much faster. I think they're going to keep doing it, and they added the artifact. I think Bungie's been slowly evolving the leveling in this game to just be like, a, yeah, it just kind of happens, just play. And they just expanded Pinnacles too. Like, do you see what I'm saying? That's one more, like, card in the deck to really build the case that, like, they're really moving away from making leveling slow and difficult. They're just moving away from it because it isn't, there's not, it's not needed. Slow leveling increases daily activity use. 
if they need proof for what would increase daily activity use, I think they need to look at the increase in nightfall percentages that they got during the week of the Warden of Nothing glitch that everybody was running and getting double drops. The, loot, loot grinding and chasing can drive engagement just as much. If people every day logged in and saw like, oh cool, instead of seeing all these yellow circles for leveling, I see all these targeted item farms I can do. I'm gonna go run strikes and I'm gonna try and get a Uriel's gift. I'm gonna go run this and try and get that. Like, I really think that would increase daily engagement probably more because you would want to log in and see where is the old fashioned where is the dire promise and you'd go and do that like I honestly feel like daily targeted items I know that's right out of division but target farming fits in destiny that's not like an idea out of left field from some other random game like that's that's kind of stuff we do already and the way we responded to the nightfall glitch come on they know what we were going to respond to we don't need slow leveling I, we really don't the artifact the artifact completely removes the idea that casuals need to log in every day to slowly level the artifact basically says just come and freaking play and grab bounties and you're going to level up you don't have to give any thought to it at all most most casuals are not thinking about leveling anymore. They lean on that artifact, baby. They're just like, yeah, I'll just run bounties. It's fine. Yeah, I got a nice plus 10 already. You know what I'm saying? Waka, do you think the Grandmaster is 100% like top tier, god tier activity, or does it seem like something that someone with enough time at a lower light could achieve? Um, I would think you could watch the guys that did it. You know, it was, um, was it, was it, it was Glad, Jake, and Chevy. Was that the team? Shoot. I feel really bad for forgetting. Who was the third? It was Glad, Jake, and it was Chevy, right? Uh, yes. Okay. It was Glad, Jake, and Chevy. I was going to say, I wanted to say Chevy, but then I was I was worried I was wrong and forgetting somebody else. I thought that's who it was. Um, it's good that they carried him. Chevy's pretty bad uh, at the game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love him. Uh, anyway, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> If you watch their playthroughs, I'm sure you could figure it out. I'm sure you could figure it out. Uh, You got 45 minutes before they take away your ability to res your teammates. That was the other thing. I feel like they shouldn't have surprised people with that because a lot of people misunderstood the mechanic. We all misunderstood when we heard there was a timer. We were like, what? They should have just told people, time is not really that important, but if you take too long, we're going to take away your ability to res. I mean, I I don't know. I, I personally think that's how it should work in raids, by the way. I think they should take that idea and just shove that into raids. If you run out of timer on the res timer, instead of wiping the team, it should be like you can't res anybody anymore. You've now shortened the timer to like 45 seconds and then that's how it should work. If you run out of time, no more reses. You can still use the tokens to also limit reses. It doesn't need to be ludicrous. Like, as long as you're resing your buddies within a couple of seconds, you can just do a junk ton of reses. You know, 20-some reses. No, you can still limit it with the tokens, but I think they should shorten the timer in raids to like 45 seconds, and once time runs out, you can't res anymore. It doesn't matter if you have tokens. So, I I think that is the is the best thing to maybe and hopefully come out of grandmasters is the idea that like can we not wipe the team automatically from some stupid timer like let us clutch up you know next question from angus do you think that grandmaster nightfall drops pinnacle gear everyone it would be a good reward um i would say i would say that it just needs to be a guaranteed exotic um Titans just took first place. Are you serious? Let's go check it out. Are you serious? 
You guys, are you guys trolling? Um. Oh, that'll be funny if hunters actually get blown out of the water week one. <laughs> that'll be really surprising. Um. Yeah, I just think you should drop an exotic every time. Uh, the monkey. This is off topic, but do you think there will be another puzzle like last season? I actually don't know um, if they're going to do something like that. I don't think they're going to do something like that. I don't think they're going to say, you know, oh, let's just shove a puzzle in like quarters of time. That I, I highly doubt it. Now, there might be some kind of a mysterious puzzle. Yeah, no, they're not trolling. Titans are indeed in the lead right now. Hunters got flipped on. That's kind of wild. Hunters won yesterday. Oh, does it reset the flags? So right now, Titans are leading just after, just after reset. Is that how it works? So the flags, did they reset and go flat again? It resets. Okay. I was like, oh, I thought it was ongoing each day. That kind of makes sense. That kind of makes sense. We'll see if we can't get my, my, my mark won't update though until tomorrow, right? Won't it be silver all day today? Cause it's based off of yesterday. I think, um, Anyway, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a quarter of time puzzle this season. Next question. Are you hopeful that after this season, Grandmaster Nightfalls have a better loot incentive for going through the entire activity than skipping just most of it? Yeah, this is something that I remember Slayer Rage and I, you, we, we spoke about this once. I, I was in his chat or something. And we were going back and forth about it. Or maybe he was in mine. I can't remember. Um, your mark just changed. No, it was silver a second ago. It was gold on the main menu. I don't know why it's gold on the main menu, but it was silver in the in the game a little bit ago. Whenever I whenever I went to the tower. Basically what Slayer and I were talking about, and this was in D1, was that there was not enough of a motivation to go to kill everything. And champions and platinum score, I think is a step in the right direction, but I we were just talking about this before the Q&A. I really want to see Bungie lean into positive modifiers as well as negative and then there's like a risk reward I can play aggressive and try to go fast and try to kill everything and I get rewarded for doing that because right now you're either just going to tank it up with with wells and a bubble or you're going to invis and skip and that's that's what players we said this was going to happen right it's not hard to predict what the destiny community is going to do what do you think the destiny community is going to do to a bunch of pain a bunch of negative modifiers and deltas what are they going to do they're going to they're going to face tank or they're going to hide you know invis run and hide or hide behind walls or whatever to me i don't think that's that's very invigorating content i think that they could change it a little bit to where Yo, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you very much. You could say, all right, we're going to use positive modifiers that this season, I think they should have done positive modifiers that really promoted Warmind cell use and then really motivate people to kill everything. So now you're debating, do we want to play aggressive? Do we want to lean on Warmind cells and use that to really go strong and kill everything? Or do we want to try to gamble and go slow and going slow and steady is a risk as well because if you go slow and steady you might not get enough points do you see what I'm saying like it's so it just flattens out your decision making it's like no so hard so negative so rough you're gonna play it slow you're gonna use wells and bubbles and kind of sit back this is why they nerfed snipers because they said people were just gonna kind of sit back you know they said the lower 
I'm sorry, the harder the content got, the more people just sort of leaned back on snipers and, and sat far back. I I that I think that would be more interesting. I would like to watch someone like Chevy Glad and Jake go into an environment where they don't have to run it fast, but if they try to, there's benefits to doing so. So you see them spec differently, play differently, lean on positive modifiers, and they're finessing it as opposed to enduring it. I think there's a significant difference between the two. It's like the low man challenges that these guys do in the raids. They have to finesse it. They have to fine tune their loadout and their placements and what they do. And they're only doing that for their own challenge and fun, right? I want the game to do that. Push people to finessing. The time trials in the Grandmaster Nightmare Hunts, I really found enjoyable for that reason. We were trying to finesse. We were running Supreme Nightmare mods. We were grabbing Unstable Essence. We were using Oppressive Darkness grenades. We were doing everything we could to finesse the fights to make them go fast. And you know what happened a lot of times? We failed. We failed because we were playing hyper-aggressive, hyper-damage-focused, and it led to failure sometimes. But when we pulled it off, it was really satisfying. It was really, really fun. I, I think that's a glimpse into where they could take that. So like time trials, there could be a nice give and take of if you go fast enough, that's better for your score. There's like a score multiplier if you go fast enough. Do you see what I'm saying? You're doing two things. You're spicing up you're spicing up the strategy and you're not only spicing up the strategy you're motivating people to just to not just run past everything you know stream offline i don't think so twitch might be having an issue you might have yeah if, if you guys can see me and hear me make sure if anybody else asks uh to just refresh i feel like there is a lack of skill expression present in some of the modifiers right now which just levels the peaks and makes things bland right like we don't get to see, and this is why we're so. This is why we loved Wrath of the Machine so much. Wrath of the Machine allowed people to shine and do something that, like, not a lot of other people can. You know, you could, you could triple cannon. You could, you could do a low man detonation at Oryx. Like these were things that not everybody could do because they were practiced. They were they rose to the occasion. They had finessed the fight enough to have audibles in their brain to know somebody died we have to do and they would like tell everybody where to go and you were pressed by time at oryx especially so i want to see more of that as you're saying there's not much skill expression when i mean how do you have how do you have skill expression against these modifiers like what what exactly incoming void and environmental damage increased what what we, what do you mean? Oh, I'm just going to take more damage, so I have to kind of like hide from or tank that damage. Limited fire time, limited fire time, fire team revives. Okay, don't die. That obviously takes some skill expression. Extinguish is tied to that. Contest modifiers on. I'm glad to see that just act like listed. That means they can start to do that with raids to give us a perpetual hard raid. I think contest is needed for that. I think we need to go back to the days of a normal and a hard raid. Join in progress disabled. Extra champions. Locked loadout. Match game extra shields. Almost all of those things are just pain points that can't really be overcome with skill or met with skill. They're just, again, as I said, they are endured. Uh, radars turned off, champions, and then the enemies are going to throw a lot more grenades. We saw Jake get stuck by one. 
it was hilarious <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, that's why I think that there should be positive modifiers that if leaned into properly inspect properly all of a sudden you're like did you see did you see the way those guys ran that dude we gotta try that that was wild they were spawning warmind cells and then the one guy was the warmind cell thrower and then this guy was the detonator and they were just tearing through because you're leaning on the modifiers if they were modifiers that promoted that type of thing instead of tanking or hiding like that it just kind of those are your options right now uh for Kado. There have been reports about people only getting prisms and legendaries from completing Grandmaster Nightfall with champions. Do you think Bungie should have clarified the reward system for completion? They, I think, to be fair, I actually thought they did a poor job with communication surrounding this, but I will say, they did make it clear you weren't going to want to grind this for loot. I think that's a misstep. I think the exotic should be guaranteed, and so should the Ascendant Shard, but... I, If you're going to make an area of the game have a guaranteed exotic, I think this is it. <laughs> It's you know it's pretty it's pretty rough. It's it's I know the really really high level players are beating it in 15 minutes, but I still think that's fair. If they're if they're that good that they can grind something like this in 15 minutes, I think they deserve an exotic, a random armor piece exotic that they're probably mainly grinding for for good stats. I think that's a fair trade in my mind. <laughs> if not, what other reason would they grind it as a repeatable activity? Th- why else would they wouldn't they're going to drop it down to the lower one and have a similar drop rate vanilla keeps what value do you feel that grandmaster nightfalls added to the game do you think this does so effectively or not and why yeah i just addressed this in my talk i i largely think and said a little bit ago that this is a test they're testing this and trials i know people hate hearing that but it really feels like luke smith intentionally wrote his director's cut acknowledging a lack of aspirational loot and aspirational rewards, wants to create better stuff, says he needs to do sunsetting to get it achieved, and he says we're going to start to do that in year 4 we're going to start to do that in year 4 he said that before this season and I think it was on purpose it was almost like, listen year 3, it it ain't it chief, if you're looking for aspirational rewards, it ain't happening in year 3 we're going to really refuel, as he said, we're going to refuel Aspiration in year four. So Grandmaster Nightfalls and Trials land now for them to basically learn and collect data. And obviously it's leading to frustration because people are like this. As I said with Trials, it doesn't feel like a triumphant return. It feels like a really hard lesson. It's like, wow, you guys learned the hard way about cheating, anti-cheat, and incentivization of rewards and low card farming and token payout and you know it's like they this that hurt i think trials is hurt it's not I, there's no way that they're they're feeling good right now about trials like there's the, I, I can't see anybody holding their head high about how how it landed mythic do you think that there should be a special weapon or sparrow or ghost uh, for a special, very rare reward, either rotating the week with the strike to have people more interested. This isn't good enough for me, no. Now, I like where your your head is, though, because what you could say is, I've always thought that this should have its own pool of loot, and it could be called Grandmaster Loot. So you know how when you play Trials in Destiny 1, and you could get a Doctrine, but it was not Adept, I think every season, the Vanguard should have like two weapons and an armor set. 
and there's a Grand Master version of those two guns in the armor set in the Nightfall. In the Grandmaster Nightfall. Or as we said the other day, if you really want to swing hard at it, there could be Grandmaster mods. There could be mods that are really, really dope and either helpful in Grandmaster content or really helpful with champions. So you're not limiting me to just those two weapons or just those armor pieces. They could also do this with mods. They could say, there's Grandmaster mods every season in Grandmaster that should be helping you with champions or whatever's happening that season. It would basically really reinforce the idea that if you play the hardest content, you're going to get the best rewards. You're going to get the absolute best stuff. Um, And I think that, I think people would get behind it. I actually thought that that's what they were going to do. I thought they were going to have adept weapons and trials and then grandmaster loot in the nightfalls, but that's just not the case. What was really cool but poorly implemented? Black Armory, we could get weapons with two perk options as, as the main perk. That was a cool concept left in the dark. I have a bygones. Well, that wasn't left in the dark. They did that last season, Milo. Last season, if you once you hit 92 on the season pass, you could get extra perks on your sundial weapons. And it was actually really nice. There were some really cool things that came out of that. Yeah, they did it again in in uh, season of dawn and we really we really said hey this is really good you should do this it makes the weapons slightly better uh but not like game breakingly better so hopefully they continue to iterate on that so they haven't they have not shipped that idea down the river i think that's that's a good thing i would say adept weapons and like grandmaster anything should maybe be a little bit better than that but i think that's a good place to start they should have at least done that for trials weapons you know, that's where it's hard to give them a pass because it's like you gave extra perks on the sundial weapons and you gave the extra perks during Black Armory. Why didn't you just throw that extra celerity on every time? Just anytime you get a gun from Flawless, it just can't, it just they they throw, they give you they give you two perk options and celerity's always one of them every time. Now that might not have been good enough. People have been like, "Well, that's not that great," but it would have been something to distinguish the weapons. Um, uh, Crow Kyokan. Thank you, thank you guys for not submitting any more questions too. I ask people not to submit anymore, and I it's really nice that nobody has because there's a lot here, and we we had a long break, so the questions really piled up. Um, we're just getting started, so I'm fine. I just it's always nice when I don't see the number continuing to go up. <laughs> so continue to refrain from asking anymore. We have a lot already. On another subject, do you know if the loot pool from Osiris is shared by all characters or if I only played one week of them? I actually don't know about the reduced loot pool. It's probably account based, but because I think once it's like in your collections, it's just that's how it works. I don't think it's limited to character. I think you have to like win that week, though. You might have to turn the tokens in on that character, right? I think. Uh, Surf with the next question. Do you keep weapons with great rolls but masterwork, masterworks that make you not want to use them in the hope that one day you'll be able to change them or just mantle? I definitely do this. I've actually argued that um, I've actually argued we should be able to change the masterwork on a weapon and make it costly. If you're going to let us change affinity on an armor on armor, then we should be able to change the masterwork on a gun. 
I don't want to be able to craft weapons or re-roll weapons, but I think we should be able to change the masterwork to what we want. When I finally get the roll that I want, let me change the masterwork. You let me do it in Menagerie anyway. I can grind for the exact roll that I want, and the masterwork's always right exactly what I want. When I was doing the, um, what was I grinding for? Waking Vigil. I got stability every time because I chose it. So the fact that you were willing to let us do it in Menagerie tells me that, like, you don't really view this as a problem. Just let us change it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a change that comes eventually. You see the guy who was live-streaming himself cheating on Twitch over and over, and he released some more cheating information to Righty? Somebody tagged me on that. I haven't watched it. Is he still not banned on Twitch? Because I can help him with that. I can help get him banned, because he should be. Um, If he's been streaming and cheating, I will gladly... Uh, make sure he gets banned. <laughs> he got banned last night? Good. Good riddance. Um, I mean, I just can reach out to my contacts and have that taken care of within the hour. Uh, <laughs> that's not even a flex, but like, come on. Like, get this guy the frick off the platform if he's streaming cheats. Um, meanwhile, you know, <laughs> Wish gets banned because he sneezed and didn't cover his mouth, I guess. I don't... I don't <laughs> just... Anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think eventually we'll be able to change the uh, the masterwork. Uh, the reason, um, given the difficulty of Grandmaster Nightfall's engagement levels are more likely to be way less than raids, is Bungie having difficulty justifying unique loot for it? That is, um, mm, that's possible. I just had my first couple of rageless roasts and it's delicious. Yo, thank you, bakers. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that testimony in chat. Feel free to always tweet and say that so other people can see it, because like that's really helpful as well. I appreciate you saying that in chat as well. That's awesome. Uh, here's the thing, though. I think Luke Smith made it clear they're actually okay with this in year four. Up to now, yes, there's been a clear phil- philosophical breakdown at Bungie. I would actually argue since King's Fall that they're really, really hesitant to put the best gear in a raid. They're really hesitant to do it. Leviathan gear, mm, what? It was all good, but nothing, nothing really stood out. I mean, Midnight Coup did once they nerfed explosive rounds because it was better devils, and then they nerfed explosive rounds, and then Midnight Coup took over. But aside from like Midnight Coup, and then there's great, there are great weapons in the raids, but there's nothing truly unique and standout. We haven't had anything like Fatebringer, even the Genesis Chain and the Steel Medulla and the and the Chaos Dogma were at least unique, okay? I think Luke Smith has indicated that that philosophy is changing because he said we're going to refuel aspiration. It's been lacking. And they want to make truly best in class legendaries and they need to do sunsetting in order to achieve this. So, I know people are going to get tired of me saying, like, you know, wake me up when it's September kind of a thing, but I really do think that September is when they can land that plane that's just been, it's been circling for a while. The the end game loot has just not been there. Um, It's really been lacking in Destiny 2. 
more, I think, than than it was in even Destiny One. Like Taken King, at least like King's Fall, at least had the Yasmin and the and the Smite of Moraine. I mean, everything else was pretty trash. <laughs> everything else was trash in King's Fall. That hand cannon, what the frick? The shotgun, the fusion, they were it was all they were so bad. The machine gun, yeah, in PvP maybe, but machine guns weren't even good back then. So it was like it was good in PvP, but it was wasn't good anywhere else. People always bring up the machine gun, dude. It was sexy and it looked like it was made from dinosaur parts, but no one was using that for dips because machine guns were not good for dips. Gilded. Do you think that Grandmaster modifiers could be applied to raids? I understand contest modifier already exists, but perhaps the implementation of champion... No, 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 no. I don't want modifiers in raids. No. No. No, thank you. Please, please no. Um, let raids stay in their lane. I think you could bring contest modifier to have a truly challenging raid. If you want to make raids more challenging or you want to go back to having hard mode raid, then look at look no further than King's Fall. They made hard first and then they dialed it down for normal. That is the best philosophy for normal to hard. Everything else they've tried to do when ratcheting up difficulty, I have found to be very very unappealing. Her, uh, prestige Leviathan. Puke. Just make me puke. It, ugh. Heroic Sundial. I'm sorry, no. Heroic Menagerie Legend Sundial. And now Grandmaster Nightfalls. Now, we can agree to disagree about Grandmaster Nightfalls. Some people really want it to be just grueling and tough. And at the very least, they I would be maybe slightly more okay with Grandmaster Nightfalls if the rewards were way better. But let's ignore Grandmaster Nightfalls for a while Bungie has just really really struggled to make endgame content hard, just appealing it's just like heroic menagerie that was gross why do I want to run that reckoning when before they nerfed it like so I don't want to go down this row where they start throwing modifiers on a raid. I would prefer to go back to the, the, the era of a normal and a hard raid and the hard raid as I've said many times that it's good when I'm spinning six plates and you suddenly make me spin a seventh adding that mechanical pain point that I have to get better at in finesse the light eater knights are the best example of this you have to kill the ogres and get them in a good spot and kill them efficiently and then if they're all in the same spot that's better for detonation timing as a team so like one guy doesn't kill the team because he gets to his bomb way before everybody else Okay, and then all of a sudden you're like, I got this, dude. King's Fall raid, Light Eater Knight. Um, what's that? What's that guy doing? He ate the bomb. They, he ate the bomb. Like all of a sudden you got to start spinning that plate. I, I absolutely love that. Uh, what's another good example? The War Priest absorbing powers from the stones. Suddenly you've got more, more. Thanks for ordering some coffee, whoever did it. All of a sudden, you've got more pain in the fight, and you come up with a strategy and a plan of where to stand and what to do to mitigate that pain. I still think the Light Eater Knights are the best example, because you set up the fight, and then you're like, you're doing a great job. Here you go, and you just throw something over the air, and I'm like, oh, oh, shoot, 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 shoot. I gotta get this. I gotta catch this and add this to the juggling act. Instead of like, all right, we made it harder. How? Um... Everything's really strong. What else? Uh, everything shoots you and throws grenades more. Okay, what else? You can't see anything. Okay, what else? Uh, your guns work half the time. Okay, what else? It's just like... 
<laughs> Obviously, I'm being hyperbolic, but like we went from the beautiful difficulty spectrum to like I I I hate using the word lazy, but it just feels kind of lazy. It's like you're not redesigning the fights, you're not redesigning the encounters, you're not adding mechanical pain, you're just stacking pain, 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 pain. Just I don't know. I find I find it unappealing. There's people that disagree and think it's cool. They just want better rewards, but I don't know. I I think we've fallen really far down the stairs here. We had a lot better. We really really had a lot better difficulty spectrum in D1 between normal and hard King's Fall than we do now. And Luke Smith had a lot to do with King's Fall raid, so I'm hoping maybe that we we get more of a taste of that in the future because grandmaster nightfalls to me is just that ain't it that ain't it that doesn't feel like the the pinnacle of destiny 2 content or destiny content in general hockey dan uh according to charlemagne the completion rate is around five percent you mention often about lack of bandwidth but do you think bungie also has more poor bandwidth allocation could this dev time have gone somewhere else? Thank you for two months, Meeples. And SDP Delta, did I thank you for two months? Uh, thank you. I'm I'm not gonna blast them for this. No. Because I wouldn't think this this took a this took like a a lot of time. Modifiers and making sure the modifiers work. It's not a new encounter, it's not a new activity, it's not there's not even new loot. So I'm, I'm not going to blast them for this. I'm like, dude, this is terrible bandwidth allocation. That would have been like getting mad about like, I can't believe they wasted bandwidth on Legend Sundial. It, it, there was like nothing different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Paul said it was actually 0.3 uh, in terms of the active player base. Aviator Gator, thank you for three months. Darksider. Do you think that the pyramid shifts causing the nightmares we could see like nightmare raid planets instead of them getting destroyed? We talked about this in another Q&A like what if the whole universe gets flipped upside down? So their whole you know how Luke Smith said they want to reinvigorate you know core content? What if that's what happens? We end up on like the upside down where Titan is, is completely different and all the strikes are completely different and do you remember like, Luke Smith might be pulling the Taken King rabbit out of the hat again, where, uh, these units all look very similar, but they're Takenified, you know? Uh, that definitely could be something they do. And I know people are going to be like, it's a reskin, reskin, but it's six to one, half a dozen of the other. If it's content that's not, that's brand new, it has to be put in and taken out, so then it's not substantive and it's not that interesting. If it's existing content being repurposed, you're going to cry about reskin. So, I, I, there's only so much they can do within the confines of the game and the schedules that they've set out for themselves. Silent Death. Do you think that Grandmaster Nightfall would benefit more from guaranteed loot or exclusive loot? I'd say a little bit of both. Guaranteed exotic every time and kind of what we were throwing around a little bit ago about Grandmaster mods or Grandmaster guns, like almost like the best versions of things that Zavala could have every season, like the best versions of Trials weapons being adept. Do you think Grandmaster Nightfall could be a setup for PvE place to put adept weapons in the future? Very much so. Yeah, we, j- we were just talking about that. Aaron Kill. I thought it was fun to watch people beat and then try to finesse or speedrun the Grandmaster yesterday, like watching athletes. How do you think it can prove as streaming content? Um, I'm not really concerned about that. I have never, ever, ever, not once made, con- made a video or provided feedback 
on how Bungie could make content more streamable. Um, I even sort of talked about the timing of raids being unappealing. Um, <laughs> uh, I, and, and, and the timing of raids and contest modifier and Bungie promoting, hey, thanks for ordering some coffee. Hey, come watch people run the raid. I've actually criticized that. The, the raid races are great for me. I get a lot of viewership. I get good ad revenue, lots of subs, and lots of followers. I'm not even one of the guys at the top. I'm I'm never in the top of the of the of the directory during a raid race. I'm not. I'm not known for that. It's just kind of not my thing. But I I always jump in day one, and I get a ton of great metrics from the day, and I still criticize it. I try to remove my bias from the situation and how I benefit from it, and I'm like, I think these could wait a week. And they could empower more players to take a shot at it, but that's not as exciting. It's not as exciting to congratulate some random faceless team. They like to basically limit the amount of people that can compete, so then it's more likely that they can get to congratulate um, a group of streamers. And from a marketing perspective, I can't fault them for doing that, but I definitely have never ever made content or discussions or talked about things within the realm of like, oh, we should do this, it'll make it better for streaming. In fact, I usually take up for people that, are, that aren't really streamers. I, I take up more often for casuals and mid lane players. I do take up for hardcores. But I also, I also disagree and kind of check the streamer hardcore mentality sometimes. I've, I've been kind of known for that. I'm like, ah, that, you, you're talking like a hardcore. You're talking like a streamer. That's not, a, you know, it's, and I, I kind of push back on that. And, I, and I've, I've had those, those differences of opinions within the, within the directory. It got me a lot of criticism the one year. Um, not not from Glad or Chevy or anybody from from other folks, but I've I I don't really care about that. <laughs> I don't really care about that. Um, and maybe my bias is changing. I am more of a casual player now. <laughs> I'm real. I'm kind of casual. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a bum uh, in the game now. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a guardian bum. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I am arguing for my bias to a certain degree, but I do think by and large accessibility was really important to focus on uh, this year, and we see that in the player base numbers, and we see that in Luke Smith's reasoning where he said we don't have to ask the question will we survive anymore. We have to ask the question where can Destiny go and how do we get there. And I think their focus on survival made them focus way less on the top ten percent because you're a minority. A biz- from a business standpoint, if they're in survival mode, they're not going to focus on the top 10%. So the top 10% kind of got starved. Um, which is why it was good, which is why it was good for him to immediately say, after they kind of get through this phase, to be hey, we, we understand that aspiration is lacking. Uh, we want to refuel it. So yeah, anyway. Next question. Insanity. Do you think that there should be Grandmaster specific gear? We already kind of answered that. TX Blue. What do you think about only six strikes getting the Grandmaster difficulty? Probably a good idea. Uh, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. I, you don't need to do all of them, especially because there's a triumph attached. Domo, do you think that this is a problem with Bungie is locking something at a power level? Usually they would keep the power of the activity, but still let people test their skills. No, I think it's fine. I think it's fine to have a power level requirement. I, it's, there's nothing, I don't have an issue with that. Uh... Koba Hawk or Koba Hawk. Should a looter shooter's MMO's hardest content exemplify the looter shooter framework? Is it okay that Grandmaster Nightfall has such an offshoot philosophy for completion and rewards? 
This again is going to get a similar answer as other questions. I believe they know the rewards aren't good enough. I believe Luke Smith kind of preemptively said we need to refuel Aspiration. He said that about year three. Well, Grandmaster's landing in year three. So I think he kind of already told us like, yeah, we, we know. It's not good enough. <laughs> so it, I do think it's a test and I think I'm in good company. I mean, if, if Chevy and Glad both think that as some of the top players... I think, I think I'm in pretty good company to make that prediction, and I think a lot of people can kind of see it. If you really take Trials and Grandmaster Nightfall, and you square it with Luke Smith's kind of like premise and preface warning about like year three aspirations not there, you're kind of like, yeah, you're right, it's not. <laughs> it really is not there. <laughs> there's no uh, there's no adept weaponry, there's really not a loot grind for Grandmaster. So, you mean the Betrayer? Yeah. All is forgiven. He came and paid penance. He 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 gifted me um, some subs today. <laughs> uh, so he is he has now been he has now been forgiven <laughs> for quitting the game for half of a day. Um, Aaron Kill, Devil's Ruin quest was too quick. Fourth Horseman's was too mundane. Bastion was spoiled. Heir Apparent's quest is too grindy. Seems like Bungie can't win without a secret mission per exotic. Is there a way to even make? Uh, is there a way to go, even if it means less exotics? Now, I can't tell if you're being... Are you are you being, like, facetious? Are you sort of saying, no matter what, Bungie can't win here? Or are you, are you making these criticisms yourself, Aaron Kill? Because I think you're putting on display exactly what I've always told people. Bungie has a wide array of exotic delivery... So you can't ever get really mad and be like, this this specific one sucks. Sometimes an exotic's literally going to drop out of a season pass. Sometimes an exotic's going to be like the Devil's Ruin. Sometimes an exotic's going to be like the Xenophage with a cool boss in a dungeon. Probably one of the coolest boss mechanics we've seen in the game in a long time. Uh, there, there is no one size fits all. This is how they should always do exotic solution. I think there is a spectrum within their philosophy about like, here's how exotics can be delivered. And therefore you can be like, eh, this is one of the easy ones. I don't really like these. That's fine. But you can't be like, well, they should do it like this every time. It should be like whisper of the worm. Well, that is completely unreasonable, and you know it. You can't ask them to be like, well, every time you're going to introduce an exotic weapon, Bungie, I expect a fully-fledged, mysterious, puzzly, windy, tunnel dungeon. You know, <laughs> they, they can't do that. Um, that's just not... I, I, listen, I love the Whisper I, quest. I was in the hospital when that happened. I was having my appendix out. I missed out on that. I love the outbreak. I thought I thought that was such a fun day. I think we were world's first two man. I'm not kidding you. We were like it was like on our second or third attempt, and we had to two man it because Wicked Bob got lost. <laughs> I love him for that. I love that I still remember who it was too. Uh, it was me and JD. Me and JD had to two man it, and that was so fun. But I also have to understand that like. Come on, I, they can't literally do this every time they put an exotic in the game, dude. You know, sometimes you just have to take the devil's ruin and be like, thanks, cool gun, funny mission, haha, bye bye. Like, sometimes it's just going to be that way. No, 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 we weren't world's first. We were world's first two man. I'm half kidding, half serious. I think we were probably one of the first teams, if not the first team, to two man it because our homie got lost. <laughs> so we had to two man it. Um. 
Cosmo said on Reddit, starting with tomorrow's TWAV, we plan on addressing a major topic of feedback in the community each week for the rest of the season. Tomorrow we are going to talk about Trials of Osiris as well as cheating. We know there are a lot of players not currently happy with the state of the game and we want to discuss what actions we are taking to continue improving it. Okay, well, we await we await that TWAB. We await the TWAB. Because I'm hoping for more encouraging things than we've heard thus far. I love your idea for adept mods for a season. Do you think rewards of adept mods that are unique to Grandmaster Nightfall would work well? How would you change Grandmaster Nightfall? Do you ever run solo Nightfalls in the past? I, I was never a solo Nightfall guy. Um, I would say um, that you know how we have the seasonal mod slot? I think that there should be an... I don't know what you would call it, so we're just going to call it uh, the golden slot. There's a golden slot on every piece of gear in the game going forward. Armor as well as guns. There's just a golden slot. It's just golden. It's got a little gold outline. Okay, And the only thing that can go in the golden slot is adept mods from Flawless and adept, adept mods from Grandmaster and... And, and maybe raid mods so it's always available I should always be able to slot in enhanced relay defender I don't care what the frick I'm wearing and where it's from like raid mods should just transcend and always be able to slap in that slot that gold slot now you're giving me the ability to run what I want in the end game and make it special without being like, well, there's only a couple of weapons. There's only a couple pieces of armor that get the adept or get the cool thing. You see what I'm? Do you see what I'm creating? I'm creating this idea that like, you do get the best of the best, but you don't have to run trials weapons. Now this gets complicated because I think, I do think they're going to do adept weapons, and here's why. Trials is power enabled, so they can sunset weapons. So you're going to get some Trials hand cannon in September, Adept, that's going to be a killer, and it becomes meta, and they can sunset it a year later, because it's a power enabled mode. Now, my idea complicates it. Like, how would you upset the meta? How would you sunset an Adept thing or something? Well, you kind of can't, right? Unless you expand sunsetting the mods, and I think that's just that's it's, that's that's overstretching the rubber band. You don't want to take the idea of sunsetting and put it on everything. That's kind of stupid. So I do think they're going to do a death weapons and trials, but I like the idea of running a grandmaster piece of content, getting something insanely awesome, and not being like, well, this is the only gun that it comes with. So I have to use this if it's like really efficient in grandmasters. Well, now you've flattened out my my loot diversity. That doesn't feel like a great reward. Now, if you want to put a dope weapon in there, awesome. If that dope weapon pairs slightly better with the Grandmaster mod, I can get down with that. But don't make it to be where like, well, there's only like one or two weapons that get the Grandmaster mods. And then it's like, well, now when I want to run that content, again, you're flattening out my loot choice. It's a it's a fine dance. They went away from intrinsic um they went away from intrinsic perks on raid armor because they didn't want to limit your choice you're like well i have to run the raid armor now i didn't care about that in wrath of the machine right i love the wrath armor it was sexy especially once you got the animated stuff from age of triumph on it that though this stuff was awesome looking it was black and red too so it was just right up my alley um but 
in this day and age now where we are in Destiny, the stage of the game we're in now, I don't know if I would like that. I have to run Wrath Armor if I'm going to get the benefits. I'd be like, I already have my whole loadout set. Can it just be a mod that I slot? I actually like that. Right now, if I grind like crazy in the summer and get a really dope loadout like I have on my Hunter, I, this, this is not a good loadout right now. This is not too stellar for my Titan. So like my Hunter right now, great loadout with, with good mobility. If I do that again in the summer and I go into, you know, I go into September and then I beat the raid and there's some cool, there's some cool like raid mods. I don't want to have to disrupt my entire loadout just to get those benefits. I, I, I'll have to have some new armor though. Some of this stuff's going to be too old to use September mods. Does that make sense? That's why I would like to see some flexibility with raid mods. They should just be kind of like usable all the time. Because if I go into a raid with a super dope PvE loadout, you know, all these mods are pretty cool. I got to change my entire loadout. I, I kind of like how they've said, no, well, we're not going to do intrinsic raid. Some people are like, well, then what's the point of getting the raid armor? Well, my hope would be really, really good stat leans. So when it is time for me to change my armor, if I do like the raid armor, it's not a painful decision because the stat leans or the stat totals are really good. Do you see how that would work? You're not making me. I'm kind of incentivized to do it. I'm like, oh, dang, these arms are 66. Yeah, let's take these suckers up. They're more relevant to the season mods. They look awesome and they got a great stat roll it would be more my choice than a feeling of like soft coercion of like well you've got to or you can't use this cool perk you know then you kind of feel like you have to Uh, off topic of Guardian Games Smith said faction rallies were scrapped because of low engagement do you feel this event is really different from faction rallies except without any weapons or armor to acquire we we have to say what this is okay We, we, we have to say what this is Imagine a world without a pandemic, which is kind of hard right now, and I don't talk about it a lot, and I don't plan to right now, but imagine that didn't happen. This would be a good lead up, you know, to an Olympic year. That's why they did this. I don't think they did this to, like, repackage Faction Rally to trick us. It's meant to feel like Guardian Olympics, because this is supposed to be an Olympic Olympic year. (laughs) But we're not thinking like that. We're thinking like, well, the Olympics might not even happen. Uh, You know, or they're going to get, you know, postponed. So that's why they did it. I don't think this is like Faction Rally in disguise. I I think it's meant to be a cool, oh, cool, by the time this is done, it'll be like middle of May, and then I think, when was, you know, July was like the Olympics. It's kind of like, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do it in the summer season, but it is what it is. I think it was meant to just sort of be like a thematic Olympic feeling thing. Uh, Criticai, do you think that the update of Guardian Games, they updated their anti-cheat didn't tell anyone? Have you came across hackers yesterday or today? Oh, yeah. I was playing competitive and ran into at least two or three wallers. Um... He put that on Reddit, somebody said, Ace. Somebody, he, apparently he put that comment on Reddit. Uh, I definitely 100% ran into some wallers. They were using wall hacks, no doubt. I, I know what it's like to play against wall hacks. I, I, did, I did many, many, many moons ago in Quake 3. I know what it feels like. The game just is not right. Something's off. There are, there are, I said yesterday, when you're playing against somebody using wall hacks, there are missing milliseconds that you, you know, are, they're not there. 
even when you're playing against a really good sniper, there are milliseconds of target acquisition. There are milliseconds of a flick or a snap, right? They like flick aim you. They drag snipe you. When you play against a wall hacker, there's like these missing milliseconds. It's like they, they're, they're too ready all of the time. So all of your muscle memory, all of your anticipation, you've been playing Destiny for a really long time. You know something's off. You're like, I don't know, dude. This guy just kind of always is ready for me. He's always looking and waiting. There are missing milliseconds. You, It's like when there's input delay in a game. I could put right now in your game, like I could, I could be like, all right, we're going to do a test. Okay, you ready? How's the game feel? Okay, now now you know how when they do the eye check they're like better now better now better now better now like that if i added a millisecond of input delay you'd be able to sense it you'd be like what the frick's going on something's not right my i'm i'm pulling the trigger and the gun shooting like a millisecond later you can sense those milliseconds right because why you play destiny for forever and you know how it's supposed to feel if you're playing against a waller or an aimbotter, there are literally just milliseconds missing from the game. You're like, nobody shoots me that fast in this game almost ever. What the frick? And if they do, not every time I come around the corner, somebody might get some crazy lucky shot on you. But like, by and large, after like five or six times dying to somebody like that, you're like, eh, something's off. There's just these at, there's just these milliseconds that are missing. Like when a frame skips, you could take one frame out of a scene and like there's just that slight skip and you're like, ah, what happened there? You know, like in Fight Club. Boop. <laughs> so. I, I, I still think there are cheaters in the game. <laughs> there are definitely still cheaters in the game. I don't think, if they did update anti-cheat, great. Hopefully maybe they're, they're blocking some of the blatant ones like machine gun snipers and mountain sops. But like, I think those people were few and far between. Um... I think those people are few and far between. I think most people are, are using either toggles or low-level wall hacks that are a whole lot harder um, to, uh, to, to to detect. It's way harder to detect somebody using a, a toggle or a... Um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a wall or a toggle. It's harder to detect that. Uh, witty. If you could remove one thing to make Grandmasters more appealing to the larger player base, contest model, 1025, extra negative modifiers, lack of loot, what would you pick? Right now, I would not, this is this is very not selfish. I'd put better loot reward in there because the people that are actually slugging it out, I think deserve better loot. I, st- I still wouldn't go in there. Frick no. I'm not even strong enough. I didn't even level up enough. I wouldn't I wouldn't argue for myself here. I would argue for the homies doing it. I think they deserve better loot. Um, long term, I continue to think it should be a mixture of negative and positive modifiers. What kind or how much exclusive loot would be suitable for Grandmaster Nightfall? New gun each time, too much. Would you love to see some ornate enemies based? I I've I've already kind of outlined what I think they could do with the the loot. If we remove the timer and tier completion feature and added sectional gates where you have to kill the enemies in each section, would that be a good trade for the playlist? This is one idea that would lead to something I've already kind of talked about today, so I don't want to spend a lot of time here. Motivating me to kill everything needs to happen. It's just kind of weird to be like, everything's really hard, and then you can just skip so much. I don't think that's good for the content. Uh, before I take the next question, by the way, if you're new and never been here before, you you come here every once in a while and you enjoy the, the vibe and the podcast feel, you can lurk 
and listen and play and work and just kind of keep me on in the background it is family friendly here if you're enjoying your stay uh be sure to click the follow button uh click that follow button and that's the heart button and then you can click the thing where it says do you want to be notified when i go live that really helps me out that's a totally free thing for you to do and I do stream every day, Monday through Friday. We have a lot of conversations and Q&A sessions like this. We're going to have a lot of great talks this week. If they address things in the TWAB, I want to talk about Guardian Games. I want to talk about the updated Tower event. So I appreciate all the great new viewers and support and new names in chat. And uh, click and follow is an easy way to continue to come back every day. TX Blue with the next question. With Contest Modifier being a thing, how would you feel about the contest level requirement being lower? I would like to try Grandmaster Nightfalls. I don't. I don't really take issue with that. I don't, that's not where I'm, I'm. I'm. I've not set my sights on that. H two two Accord. Do you think Bungie should remove the no rejoining function in Grandmaster? My team did several runs, and someone would get error coded. Here's the thing. I wonder if is the rejoin because of the way they limit revives? Is that why they do it? That may be why they had to do it. Um, it's po- It's possible. It's possible that they had to say, well, if you rejoin, then you could kind of exploit. You could uh, you could leave and then get back in. Um, it takes revives. Yeah, that's probably why. People were gonna ex- people were gonna mitigate like they were gonna basically exploit. Oh, we're getting low on revives. Alright guys, hunker down, I'll leave and come back. Um so if you rejoin you spawn dead. Oh, yeah, don't... Yeah, you do spawn dead, don't you? Oh, but you can eventually res yourself. Oh, can you not... Wait, okay. So in a Grandmaster Nightfall, let's imagine it's not a Grandmaster Nightfall. In a Master Nightfall, if I leave and come back in, doesn't it eventually count down and I can res myself, or do I have to be resed? It uses the revive? If it uses the revive, I don't know why they turned that off. That's, that, that, that seems kind of dumb, unless, there's a, unless, they, unless there was... Uh, an exploit. Oh, even if you revive yourself, it uses the revive. Oh. I don't know why they took that away then, especially with so many error codes. I I feel like maybe they should have taken that one out. You cannot self-revive. Um. You can revive yourself in D1. You had to be revived. Ah. We're not getting a clear answer on it. Yeah, I I don't know. They probably should have just let you do it and just taken a revive every time ammo and loadouts oh loadout changes for boss fights yeah yeah maybe there's certain there's probably a lot of things they didn't want people being able to do do you think with team with them stating their philosophy for grandmaster nightfalls in the recent twab that they will change in september and give them some loot incentive yes i think luke smith already gave us a clue that that was going to happen he said year three needs the uh, you know the aspirations lacking and needs refueled and they're going to do that in year four. I don't think it's a coincidence that he said that right before Grandmaster Nightfalls and Trials launched. Critterbot. Is the timer in Grandmaster Nightfalls a symptom of a larger problem? Is Bungie unable to tune difficulty in a way that requires finesse rather than brute force? Um, this is actually a pretty good question. I do think that, yeah, we're so... They've really... La- People probably don't realize this. We... If you right now sent back your guardians today to the guardians in D1 and they had a fight, the, we are so strong, we would absolutely wipe the floor with our D1 guardians. They would look like chumps. Like, what are you doing? I'm I'm punching you and shooting you. Yeah, I know that, but I'm standing in a well of radiance. What what are you what are you doing? 
we're so strong I, we can dole out we can buff and debuff and survive I mean we are way stronger now than we ever were um, in D1 so I think that is part of the problem I think it's harder for them I think it's harder for them to create truly challenging content without doing this but they could self res dude self res has got sniped like a lot <laughs> they got sniped a lot homie I, I still think we could beat the snot out of our D1 guardians our D2 guardians are ridiculous Thanks for ordering some coffee. Our, our guardians are ridiculously strong. Uh, new Ford Order. Why would the game that's considered a looter shooter not have loot exclusive to the game's hardest content? We've already talked about that. Uh, digital Encore. Everyone seems to agree that Grandmaster Nightfalls need better rewards, but it's also been brought up that before the upgrade materials should be available in other game places in the game. Any thoughts on where that they should come from? I think the upgrade material economy right now is fine. You can. I, I run a thousand level Grandmaster Nightfalls with ease, and I am swimming in prisms and shards. Just the the upgrade material economy is fine. Um, there is no reason to make this any easier than it is right now. You can get. I actually think they're only maybe maybe put a little bit more in Crucible because the only place you can get ascendant shards right now is Flawless Trials. You know, maybe put some prisms along the way on four, five, six, and seven in trials just to get people to go farther up on the card. And I don't know, maybe every time you reset Valor or every every main rank update or Glory or Valor, you can give a few prisms or something. Damon Gaming, do you think that exotics are the main selling point of the seasons? Nobody seems to care about the new legendaries and activities. Uh, that wasn't true last season. The guns were a huge part of people enjoying it, and they actually looked awesome and had cool roles. This season, I think people were sleeping on the Seraph weapons, and I think Bungie kind of shot themselves in the foot because I kind of fought against it, and then I played one, you know, a couple of pieces of content with the Ark with the Ark Warmind Cell build and uh, Seraph weapons are just not good enough. They're cool and there are some good rolls on them, but they're just not good enough. They should have come with like an intrinsic Warmind Cell generating thing that was more consistent because I, I throw a grenade on the ground as a Titan and there's Warmind Cell and I hit when I do a shoulder charge and there's a Warmind Cell and you know and I you could also use Sunshot and there's a Warmind Cell. Yeah, they, I don't think the Seraph weapons are. Um, Hindsight's twenty twenty. I thought the uh, I thought the the machine gun was going to be really cool, and it has the potential to be kind of cool, but it just doesn't seem like it's strong enough. I you know I, I use it a couple times, and it's just I can use a sword and just wreck champions. And baking bosses isn't that difficult right now, so it's I don't think the Seraph weapons did did a very good job. Now, even though I'm granting you some of the premise of like the, the weapons this season aren't that appealing I really don't think that people are uh, are going for the, uh, the just for the exotics right they're not just getting the exotics like oh I'm only buying for the exotics they are a selling point but I don't think they're like the, the, the major major uh, I got a machine gun with clown and vorpal. It ain't bad. I have one. I have I have a clown cartridge vorpal. I got a clown cartridge firing line. Um, it's cool, but it just didn't quite feel strong enough for me. I don't know. It felt like I was chiseling a guy I could go up and stun and sword very quickly, and he's dead. Um, swords are making it really hard to care about the machine gun. Uh, swords are are pretty pretty strong right now. So, um, next question. The MGR, 
Should Bungie think about changing their leadership roles and standpoints for Destiny 2? Don't really feel like answering that. Do you think that making a negative 25 activity and removing the 1025 requirement would help the engagement? I've already kind of said I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, Nice Assessment said, Do you think if the token system was better implemented with tower vendors, like better loot, more loot, better vendor progress, that would alleviate worries about drops uh, at, at the end of activities? I don't want to go back to the days of getting tokens from stuff. I think the tokens would work in trials if they were better distributed. I don't think tokens are the devil. I think people are overreacting to the tokens in trials and misattributing blame to them. I think tokens, if done right, are actually better than bounties and trials. Tokens just aren't done right. Tokens allow you to play all weekend. There's no limit on how many tokens you can get because it's not limited to bounties. Tokens allow you to play on the character that you're the most fond of. Tokens allow you to play all weekend if you only have one character. Token payout's kind of bad, the win requirement's bad, and people are low card farming. So like, those are the reasons tokens are bad in trials. Having said that, even though I'm going to defend tokens in trials, I still don't think tokens are the right route. I think drops are way more exciting. What I recommended for, like, Zavala... For a season, you should be able to go to him and he should look like an obelisk. If I level him up and I'm doing stuff and I'm doing his bounties and getting XP for Zavala, he's leveling up, I'm getting seasonal ranks and and perks and benefits that help me, and I'm getting, like, maybe at the very bottom, once I hit rank 50, there's a cosmetic item, there's a ghost, there's a sparrow, there's stuff like that. So you're kind of, like, moving towards a goal. You would do the same thing with Shax. And then I would do weapon, uh, weapon finder boons. So every season, Zavala's got two weapons. So like this season, he would have a hand cannon and shotgun. You'd buy the weapon finder boon and you would pop it. And for four hours, as long as you're running strikes in the strike playlist, that that gun has a chance to drop from the boss. And as you level Zavala throughout the season, the chance of the gun dropping increases. Uh, maybe if you get really far and you rank him up enough, the gun has a chance to drop with an extra perk or fully masterworked. You, you're, you're being rewarded for, you know, grinding and leveling up Zavala, and then you're getting a drop from a boss, which is way more exciting than a frame. It's way more exciting than token slamming. So it's honoring the spirit of a vendor. He's still a vendor, and you're still getting the gun from him in essence, but you're doing it in a way that's more experientially gratifying. The other thing you could do with this is ornaments. People are getting tired of everything going in the Eververse. Well, you know, if there's only two weapons for Zavala and Shax every season that you can get these boons on, yeah, two ornaments for those guns that can be unlocked if you level up that, that, that person enough. Guess what you just did? You gave people a reason to just grind Crucible every day, grind strikes every day. Those are meat and potatoes, main lanes in the game, and you just gave people a reason to grind every day all season long. There's a season-long grind, there's a short-term grind. It works. The short-term grind feeds the season-long grind. It, it's would be a, a much better system than just token slamming. I, it, it again, you're you're bringing together the spirit of a weapon frame and the spirit of a vendor in a much better harmony than we have right now. Which is you either have something super transactional like the obelisks, where you dedicate a bunch of time and then you're just constantly frame slamming. So I, I thought that that was too transactional. That's that doesn't feel exciting to be like click 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 frame 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 frame. Okay, what rolls did I get? It's more exciting to be like killing bosses and strikes like, "Ooh, I got one." And you go and you pick it up. "Oh, what's the roll?" And near the end of the season, because you've leveled up Zavala, it's dropping like every time. Maybe the longer you stay in the playlist, the more efficient it is. Maybe there's a chance to two drop. You see what I'm saying? Like that to me, look how much capital they could get from two weapons and two ornaments. Look how much capital you could get out of that. It's it's, it's it. You do the same thing at Crucible. 
And by the end of the season, you are just boom, boom, boom. They're dropping every game. You're really going for that perfect god roll. And by the, and, and by the time the season gets to the end, you got the ornament, you got your god roll, and you feel like you were rewarded for your time. And you probably played a bunch. And they could do that with two guns and two ornaments every season. And all you got to do, like the perks, like an obelisk, you build the structure and Zavala's got a, a level, a level that resets every season. Could you add ritual weapons to the system? Heck yes, you could. That could be your level 100 season rank. As long as you get Zavala all the way to rank 100, here's your ritual weapon. You know, I, I don't know. They've been sleeping on vendors since like December of 2017, where I was like, I don't understand why you got vendors in the game, and I rank up the vendor, and they don't. I don't get anything for that. They did it one time. If you ranked up Zavala to rank 50, you got a super cool exotic ship. They did it one time. If you made Zavala and Shaxx look like the obelisk, and you kind of like as you leveled up got to like buy these 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 seasonal upgrades from them, ah, oh, that'd be so awesome. You're like, okay, now I get. Um, increase XP and token earn rate uh, from Crucible, right? I thought you said you didn't like tokens. Well, you could keep the tokens in there. The tokens would be like maybe how you buy the boons or something. So getting an, a better token earn rate from Crucible would be nice. You're like, oh, I'm getting more tokens. Increased chance of end game loot drops. Oh, cool. Now I'm just getting random loot pieces at the end of Crucible games more than I used to. Like, <laughs> it... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I feel like we've made Bungie gun shy from doing the easy win because it would look just like a reskin every time. Like people like, well, you're just reskinning. I'm just I'm just playing the same strikes every season for a couple of guns. So I think Bungie's gotten gun shy about doing reskin and repurposing content. So what have they done? They've given us really thin new content. Vex offensive. Sundial. Seraph Towers. Legendary Lost Sectors. Well, Legendary Lost Sectors aren't new. You see what I'm saying? We've made them gun-shy about reusing existing assets, so they're like, they're just going to hate it, so we got to do new stuff. Well, if we do new stuff, it's going to be really thin, and they're going to complain about that. So... That's why when Luke Smith said he's looking in year four to repurposing core activities, I'm like, yes, do that. You can probably give us way better loot and way better structure and way better systemic changes because you're not focusing on making Sundial that goes away three months later. You're not focusing on Seraph Towers that suck. You see what I'm saying? Like, the content's thin because I just I don't know I feel like we as a community I'm not blaming the community here but I think we played a part I think we're a part of the narrative we made them very very gun shy of like yeah you can't repurpose anything dude they're gonna get mad they hate reskins look at house of wolves you know running strikes backwards made people lose their minds um but I would love to see them do that with, with a couple of the... You could do that with... Man, I'm telling you what. I hate Gambit, but man, if you did that with Drifter and he had some good guns and some sexy ornaments, I you would see me... You'd probably see me going for him. If I knew a weapon boon was giving me a high drop chance rate of the spare rations, as an example, I'd probably be buying that boon and grinding Gambit, homies. I probably would, because I would like to have a really good spare rations. You know? <laughs> Eternal Dragon. Do you think Bungie's just throwing these modes in knowing that the loot will be bad just to have them in the game to work on them? Yeah, we've already kind of said that. Gandalf. The excitement of exotics is at an all-time low. Guaranteeing their drops has watered uh, down when they do. 
Um, I don't agree with you. What if Bungie had rolled out a 65 plus stat roll armor and guns and extra option in existing perk slots? Uh, excitement over exotics being at an all-time low, I think, has got to be a pr- maybe a provably false sentiment. Exotics are enormously influential right now, and grinding for a good stat roll is is a is a pretty common thing folks are doing. Uh, whether you're trying to get a worm husk or a Gemini, or I'm trying to think of the ones the Titan uh, uh, Antius Ward. The, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I would agree with this. I would say that p- the excitement over exotics, or at least the the appeal and the chase of exotics, is is actually pretty high right now. I don't. I don't know. I don't think you water it down by giving. Listen, if you already have it, then you gotta give me a way to get a better one, right? If you already have a worm husk. What do you mean the excitement over over exotics is low? Well, if you have them all, the only thing to really go for would be a better stat roll. So, you gotta give me a way to get them to drop? Like, I don't know. Because randomly getting an exotic from a milestone or whatever was such a better system than a farmable activity, right? Like, I don't know. I've already got them. I already have a worm husk. I earned, in a sense, my worm husk. It finally dropped and I have one. Yay. Now I can try and get a better roll. And the odds of getting one's ridiculous. Did you see how many nightfalls I ran? I got like four frosties, three stompies. I got a I got two lucky raspberries. I got a bunch of the uh What's the helmet? I got a bunch of the Nighthawks. I got, I mean, how, I got four Ahamkara spines in a row. I got a Liar's Handshake. I got a Trick Sleeves and a Partridge and a Pear Tree. Like, I never got an Orpheus Rig and I never got a Worm Husk. How is it watered down? I didn't even get the ones I wanted. <laughs> the pool is so big. Everything but a worm husk. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, and I got the Aeon. The <laughs> I got the Aeon Swift. It was on the ground. I was like, oh, an exotics on the ground, and it was an Aeon Swift, dude. Uh, jelly. It feels like D two is a different game from D one, and it seems like they are consistently testing new things. Do you think that they are struggling with the identity of the game? Actually, this is where I'm going to push back and say no. I actually think they know where they want to take the game, and they're trying to get there. And part of the process is where we are now. Like, again, it's almost like a step in evolution. Like I said earlier, right? We, we're not a slug. We're not an amoeba. We're walking around and we really see that, man, I'd really like to go to the next stage where the, there's feathers and wings and flying. I really want to do that. It's going to be painful and slow to get there. <laughs> you can't just you can't just take the rudder of a ship and just slam it. Like, yeah, let's turn this aircraft carrier. It's going to be a slow turning of the ship. And I think that's where what we're in right now. Chevy agreed with me the other day, and I've had a lot of people agree with his sentiment that this year feels like a bridge. This is a bridge to where they'd like to go. They're doing lots of changes. Artifact, Armor 2.0, uh, Grandmaster Nightfall, Trials. They're doing all these things to build, to get us to where, okay, this is the version of Destiny we've wanted to build. And I think people are like, I'm sick of them testing. I'm sick of them doing this. And it's just like... I. They've also made a lot of really good improvements based on stuff we said last year. So it's not like the game is just stagnant, dying, and terrible, and they've not made any good updates. Um, under the old system, it took me seven months of daily playing to get Geomags. F that. Yeah, that's the, the, the old way was terrible. 
no one's like, yay, I waited half a year to get Geomags. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to celebrate that. Yay, it took me 48 runs to get Anarchy. Haha, and the raid's not relevant anymore, and that's, you know, how many weeks of running it. <laughs> you don't feel a sense of elation. You feel a sense of, well, finally, thanks. This is owed to me. <laughs> Remorse. How do you feel about Guardian Games' comparison to faction rallies? Do you believe it's a fair comparison? I think it's fine for where we are. It's bounty heavy. People don't like that. I tried to warn people. That ain't changing this year. This season and the summer season are going to be bounty heavy. That was the trajectory and vision that they cast for year three. They can't change midstream. They can't change midstream. It's going to be bounty heavy. I, that doesn't mean I like it. I'm just, I'm not going to get all bent out of shame. Like, yep, see, look at this. Can you believe this? More, more bounties. Yeah, totally free event. <laughs> free event and, you know, didn't have to pay a dime for it. And I can't believe it's not super complex and nuanced and has all this depth and a brand new activity. This is a joke, Bungie. I, it's kind of it's kind of like what I expected. It's a free event. It's it's going to lean on bounties just like Dawning did, like uh, just like Festival of the Lost did. Now, could they have brought back the Verdant Forest? Sure, but while you're saying, oh, they could have brought back the Verdant Forest, people are like, yep, here we go, more of the Verdant Forest. We've already seen this. Thanks, more reskin. It's like, no matter what, people would have been like, yeah, it's just not good. We should not be guaranteed exotics. I, I, I just disagree with you. I don't agree with that. If you're going to make content that is that hard and that difficult and make it that, that challenging, I think if there's ever a place to do a guaranteed exotic, Grandmaster Nightfalls is the place. Um, and here's why. You already have them if you're playing at that level. People that are running Grandmaster Nightfalls with pretty good efficiency, they already have all the exotics anyway. Like what are you, why why would you not enable them to try to get better stat rolls on their armor? They literally created a system for people running these activities, nightfalls, so that if when the exotics do drop, they are armor because you already have everything else. So you're not farming for exotics, you're farming for stats. Let's keep this straight, please. No one's going into Grandmaster Nightfalls and be like, I can't wait to start getting all those exotics I don't have. The lion's share of the people that are going in there and running these efficiently have everything. They're not farming for exotics, they're farming for stats. There's a significant difference between the two. So, I think that's the, the best case I could make against what you're, what you're trying to uh, argue. Which, you're welcome to think that and feel like exotics should be super rare and really hard to get, but I think with the way that the stats work, I just don't think that that works. Do you feel that there should have been an end goal weapon or exotic tied to Grandmaster Nightfall similar to the uniqueness of the pinnacle weapons and ritual weapons? We've already kind of went round and round on the loot. I don't want to belabor that point anymore. There's a lot of questions and I've been going kind of slow. How many content drops and updates do we need to give some feedback for it to be implemented? Example, bounties being core content or best for XP for a whole year with no change. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight from the mouth of Luke Smith. He acknowledged that Bounties need to be revisited, and XP for activities needs to be revisited. They don't think it's ideal for somebody just to run back and forth in a lost sector. And he said that that'll be addressed in year four. And that's probably the best approach. Because they set the stage and say, here's the vision for year three. All right, teams, go. And this is what you want to have happen. You want to get through Shadow Keep, and then probably about halfway through Season of Dawn is when it became apparent that people were sick of bounties. It was during Season of Dawn that it became apparent that that it was a growing trend and feel in the community. So at this point, okay, 
Halfway through Season of Dawn, Bungie now has consistent feedback from the community that bounties are a little bit too uh, common and everything's too bounty-oriented and bounties don't really work in a fire team and everybody's just doing them in a lost sector. Bungie's supposed to take that feedback, go to teams that have been building on a foundation and like, okay, we're going to need you to change all of this. (laughs) Sorry. They don't like the bounties, so you got to change all of the foundation. I just don't think they can do that. No, because that team's already way down the line. Like, think about it. They've already built the bunkers. They've already built the payout for the bunkers, the currency for the bunkers, the perks in the bunkers, the way the bunkers unlock. All that's been built, and they're supposed to be like, yeah, you're going to have to retool all of that. (laughs) They don't like it. I don't think that's effective. I know that feels like I'm making excuses, but like when... When they say, "Here's where, here's the vision for year three, it's the. I'll, I'll give you another example. When they had more bandwidth, and they knew we were sick of leveling, and they knew that leveling was a problem, all they had to do was check the stats of the community during Black Armory, Drifter, and Opulence. They had more bandwidth. Even then, the best they could do was surge bounties. As the best they could do." They didn't suddenly retool leveling. They didn't suddenly retool power level requirements of the new content. They were like, well, frick, this isn't going over very well, and the community's not really leveling efficiently, and they're not really able to engage with the content, and we're having mass exodus about a a week or two into every season because nobody can do the new stuff, and they keep getting bad RNG drops. So they added surge bounties. When they had more bandwidth, even then, they couldn't really do much. But what did they do in year three? They took all of our feedback during year two about leveling and infusion, and they addressed it. Artifact, raise a soft cap, uh, it's way easier to level now, more sources, um, and uh, infusion's a lot easier, they just hand you upgrade modules. So even when they had more bandwidth, they were like, no, 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 we're not going to disrupt, we're not going to disrupt bandwidth flow and how things are being worked on right now. No, that's next year. We're not doing that. You can't go to a team halfway through the development process and be like, look, we know you guys are on pace to deliver in the summer, but we need you to retool all of this. People don't like the bounties. They can't. It's already all been built. It's literally foundational systems. Like, just look at the way that it works. Look at the way that we interacted with the obelisks and then the bunkers. Those are this is just this undergirded foundational system that the season kind of springboards off of. So they're like up here, and you want them to come down here and change the foundation because we didn't like bounties in season of dawn. It's just and but and Luke Smith made it clear in his director's cut and you're like well is that good enough I, I don't know what to tell you that's their bandwidth ability that's what they can do even when they had Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios they couldn't immediately implement our feedback and you're assuming they want to do exactly what we're asking for Sometimes they're going to take our feedback, they're going to look at it, they're going to they're going to square it with the player base numbers and their sort of goals and what they want to do with the game and they're going to be like, "No, we're not going to change that." No. So even if we all kind of agree about certain things, sometimes they just don't change it. Like uh there's no hard mode raids. Like a lot of us are like, "We want hard mode raids." And they're just like, "No, that's not what we're doing right now." I think there could have been a very, very good opportunity with Garden of Salvation to have a hard mode raid with a contest modifier on, and you, that would have been a much, much uh, welcomed change. But they didn't do it. You know? 
Uh, Dimly, what's your thought on Felwinter's Lie coming back? I don't really have a strong opinion on it. Do you think the content droughts are overall bad for the game? As a casual player, I've never experienced content droughts the way the hardcore players do. For example, I'm playing content from Shadowkeep and I've only locked maybe five seals. Um, you haven't been around in a while, SideQuest. How are you? Uh, yeah. The content droughts are better now than they've ever been and a lot of them are more a little bit more self-imposed and they were self-imposed in the past too people got went through content droughts in D1 and they you got to the drought earlier if you, you, know, you played pretty hard so yeah they're they're not fun but they're just part and parcel to a game like this you know you're gonna play a lot and you're gonna hit those you're gonna hit those dry spells because you run out of stuff to do especially in a season like this this season is very thin. Uh, Agent Atwood, do you think that there is a chance that Bungie will bring back the timer for all Nightfalls? If not, do you think that they will take this one, uh, them all out? This is a unique timer. Number one, no, I don't think they're going to come back. No, and I don't think they're going to they're going to um, d- do anything to this one. This one's pretty unique. At forty five minutes, you can no longer res your team. I'm I'm fine with it. They should have explained it and had better communication. I felt like the communication was bad. Their communication literally made it sound like killing champions doesn't matter and neither does the time. And both of those things end up mattering. <laughs> like it just didn't see it didn't seem like the right call. Um, so I would say there would have been a much better way to communicate that and make it a lot more uh, a lot clearer that they were they were going to be doing something if you didn't if you didn't do things fast enough because you you certainly I, I again i think you certainly were expecting surprises but i don't think a surprise like that was the right call after the communication they gave us do you think master nightfalls are good for farming or just the seal Master is fine. I actually do the thousand. I love going into the thousand level nightfalls. I don't want to do this week's because this week's kind of not fun. I don't like the nightfall this week because you can't really run it quickly. I don't know. I might get bored and do it anyway because I I do like getting exotics to drop. It's just exciting. Um, But I like doing the thousand. It's fast. You know, it's just really fast. I get an exotic every third or fourth nightfall. I'm pretty good with that. I can just get in that lane and go. Eight or nine minutes to completion. Eight or nine minutes to completion. There's something fun about finessing certain spots with your buds. You, you know, divinity, boom, boom. You see a guy die. Oh, this guy's got, uh, over, you know, overload. Rushing with the sword. Whoosh. I don't know. We got to a real cool spot. We're like, oh, we're just grooving. I love that. It's just, there's something. This is what, this is where I, I think people miss out on the magic of destiny sometimes when they don't loot farm i there is just something about that there's something therapeutic about being able to go into content and do it so many times that you you like it's yours you have like a method you have a place that you stand a place that you go your buddy does this and you do that i I don't know. I li- I I really like that. Uh, <laughs> and maybe I'm unique in that. Maybe I'm weird. But based on the way I see people play and behave, there is something about that that is just very satisfying. Especially when there is a drop, a consistent drop at the end. That's not for everybody. I know not everybody plays the game that way. But I do think people miss out on that. I do think there's something really enjoyable about that. What Bungie 
has mastered something they've done that so many other games wish they could do is they make the mundane really satisfying the one of the best points that skill up made when he shredded anthem was that if the content loop is really satisfying you'll do it for hours and not really realize you're kind of doing the same thing with minor differences within the first hour of god of war a lot of what you're doing whether it's a puzzle solve or a piece of combat that's largely what you're going to be doing for the remainder of god of war it does change and evolve and your skill set and armor expands but it's essentially the same content loop bungie makes running a lost sector and a public event feel pretty awesome even though it's like kind of mundane and I think that's something that is they have absolutely nailed. That's why people can literally just live in the public space. They just don't care. It's just fun. They just boom, 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 popping heads, boom, boom, throwing a grenade, doing my super. It all feels cool no matter what you're doing. They have they have mastered the art of immersive coolness. You feel cool. The first time I saw the animation for a Nova Bomb, I said. I have to play that game. Runs out, shooting, jumps up in the air, throws his throws his Nova. I'm like, I I have to do I have to do that. I want to do that. I was a fan from that moment on. From that moment on, I was a fan of Destiny, and that's why I just think people miss out on that it's just there's just something fun and satisfying about running a nightfall over and over and over again and you get really good at it and you finesse each room and fight and there's a rhythm and you know what's coming and you get a cool reward at the end there there is something that they've absolutely mastered yes it was against the fallen walker which you know you arguably might not do but it was against the fallen walker on uh on the devil's lair or whatever it was called yep comes running out and does that Nova. I was like, I have to play that game. Uh, Dimly. What do you think about Bungie bringing back Fellwinters? Uh, I think you already asked that. Coldheart. Skip if covered. Is there a reason why people keep saying you only have 45 minutes? No, it, 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 people misunderstood it. At 45 minutes, you can no longer res your team. You can continue on. So, Aviators. Uh, have How about a specialized PTR be inside private pvp matches we couldn't do a ptr i just without dedicated servers and the ability for bungie to do quick updates ptr is kind of a fool's errand but i do think the crucible labs is a good a good half measure to get us there slightly there uh darth vader do you think that bringing the trials of the nine weapons with random rolls and armor to reckoning would be good i mean people keep asking for this i don't know how people would feel about it who have that stuff that actually played trials of the nine but i if the, the weapons were cool I would be like, yay! And if people were mad, I'd be like, I understand that you're mad, but yay, more loot to chase. Like I <laughs> I could but I would understand why they might be a little frustrated. Like, man, that stuff was cool and you couldn't get it unless you ran trials back then. They might not like it, but I would probably and they also would get over it pretty quickly. How quickly are you expecting Bungie to make these changes you want, even without uh, a pandemic? Changes take time to implement. A lot of what I've been saying I think is, is slated for next year. Flame, do you feel this is an issue with the mod system? Is power creeping harder and faster than weapons did? I can run this Nightfall with a primary sword, and I'm afraid it sets up future content to be too easy no matter the light. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't know. A lot of it's experimentation. Maybe they're doing this now, Flame, because they've got big, they 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 know they can kind of let you run a little wild. Because again, they're going to make maybe bigger changes in in September. That's possible. That's why they're letting you do it. But there is a possibility that there will be power creep with the mods. They have to consider that. Would you recommend for a Titan build for Grandmaster? Is passive guard worth it? If you're running Grandmaster with a Titan, you're going to want to do a, bu- a shield bubble. Yo, somebody else ordered coffee. Thank you so much. If you guys want to check out the coffee, the flavor in the, in, the, in the description, you can use the coffee command in chat and order some if you want it. What's the ship you're using called? It's from this season. It's from this season. It's the one that you get uh, for, for doing the one quest or whatever. It's called Ab- Absalom Knife. Off topic, I know, but you think seasonal storytelling has been solid throughout? I actually think the storytelling now is good. Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to retread this. I've I've answered this question a couple times in recent Q and As. I actually think the baton passing season to season is better than it's ever been. It, I I think it's good. It's not crazy substantive, but the way that we went. Uh, from one story beat to the next and rescuing Saint and now uh, you know Osiris confronts Rasputin and Rasputin's like well we got bigger fish to fry the pyramid ships are on the way we got to do this we got to do that and then little things each week to let us know that's coming I think that's been good I think it makes it feel like there's an ongoing story instead of siloed episodic non-connected stories and wolf when do you think we will be seeing weapon sunsetting implemented uh, September there will probably in September sunset all year one weapons is my prediction. And then in the following seasons, they'll probably slowly work their way through year two, you know, in chunks. They're not going to just wipe out your, 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 your collections. And also keep in mind, sunsetting just means you can't infuse it any longer. So there'll only be a handful of activities you can't take those weapons into. So starting in September, you won't be able to infuse anything from year one, which means if you're running the raid or the dungeon or Grandmaster Nightfalls, you're, you won't be able to you won't be able to take your midnight coup in there, which I'm fine with. That stuff's ancient at this point. Uh, what do you think the best course of action to help improve Destiny and a possible fix it? And this is just too generic. Uh, what do you think tokens are necessary? Do you think tokens are necessary for loot? No, I don't mind a currency that would like if I was earning the tokens for Zavala or Shax and using that currency to buy the boons or upgrades or something that has a benefit. I, using tokens for loot. Ah. Uh, Milo. With trials player base dropping weekly, would, would decreasing the negative impact of light level difference, not removing it, be something Bungie could look into to draw more lower light players into trials? Um, I don't know. I, the, the, the artifact's not even active, so I, I, it's so easy to get to a thousand. Leveling just kind of happens. I do think leveling should be smoother. I still think RNG can be pretty frustrating. I don't think it needs to be slow or slower than it is now. I think it should be faster than it is now, but it is it is significantly better. I don't think this is the main issue with Trials. I think they had a player base that stopped. I think they had a player base that stopped. Uh, Avin J. Seems like most streamers in the audience were pleasantly surprised by the experience of Grandmaster Nightfall. Should the focus now solely be on rewards with the difficulty spectrum figured out? I am not happy with it. If they're running it in 15 to 10 minutes and the way that they're running it is by going invis and skipping everything, I would argue that that's not very good content. I. They said they liked it and they had fun, 
but I don't necessarily think that that means the content is 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 good. I I don't I don't I don't. <laughs> they're the, the most efficient way to run it is to skip everything and go invis. I I I would not say that that's that's well rounded content. Uh. Not must astronaut for Grandmaster Nightfalls. What's your opinion on implementing and building on the old Nightfall triumphs that were challenges based on the mechanics of the strikes of the boss fight? A higher difficulty and a barrage of negatory modifiers feels unimaginative. I've already kind of outlined where I think I want them to take Grandmaster Nightfalls. I'm not against what you're saying, so but but it's generally just like, do you think this is a good idea? Kind of a question. I. I don't necessarily know if that fits into like I've really tried to think about all the different ways they could do it and I don't know where this would fit people always do this they're like Lono always rejects ideas that aren't his it's not that it's just it's difficult for me on the fly to see how this would square in the bigger picture I try to think holistically bigger picture do all of these different things and I, I have a hard time taking your idea and plugging it into the puzzle that I've tried to build so I'm not trying to be dismissive and act like all of my ideas are way better. I've just thought about something from the bottom to the top and come up with a pretty holistic answer. So, you know, the, the haters in the comments on my YouTube channel are just looking for a reason to criticize me. I'm not dismissing an idea that's not mine. I just think the old triumphs and the challenges based on mechanics, I like that idea. I don't necessarily know why that would square. Well, no, you know what? I got it. I just figured it out. We could square that with the what we were talking about earlier, motivating people to kill everything. You could do something similar with what with what you're saying. Yes, please no more questions. You could you could take what you're saying and, and combine it with what I'm saying. Motivating people to maybe beat the boss in a particular way or, or satisfy a challenge or like we were saying, actually make us kill everything. So I think your idea would fit in well with with with, with that as well. Um, Bob Pliskin what do you think about the Seraph Towers or Many Towers I think the Seraph Tower event is one of the worst pieces of PvE content they've made Um, not since Reckoning have I been so critical of a piece of PvE content I think it's bad I think the update without matchmaking especially is pouring gas on an already f- burning fire it's just I, it's i think it's awful it isn't fun it's it you you have to be synced up with strangers not just your fire team but just rando strangers and without matchmaking i think it's just going to continue to frustrate people the way that escalation protocol did and i don't think that they were in the dark about that the lack of matchmaking is a, just a fumbled ball they knew exactly what we wanted from content like this we've made it crystal freaking clear that we don't like content like this without matchmaking and Vex Offensive and Sundial and the matchmaking for the Forges is all the proof we need, just like Menagerie as well, that matchmade PvE content is better received and gets better engagement the tower event sucks from the bottom to the top it's a, it's a sucky event and they made it worse this week and I'm going to do a talk about it and I'm not going to pull any punches it's bad and I understand we're probably dealing with less bandwidth I think they gutted this season's PVE to maybe feed the summer in September I think they put a lighter team on this season on purpose they know that this time of the year is slower but that's not an excuse it's just poorly implemented if it had matchmaking it would honestly be significantly better I still wouldn't like it all that much but man oh man would it be better with matchmaking 
because you could actually work with other fire teams and enjoy the intensity and the challenge instead of being frustrated by a blueberry that leaves, disconnects, or the fact that no one's in your freaking area. I I don't have a lot of patience for, for, for the way they handle with it. I'm actually pretty ticked off about it because we've been at, we, we, it was one of the main complaints about Escalation Protocol, and they seemed to hear us on that with the way that they implemented the Forges and Menagerie and Vex Offensive and Sundial. And then all of a sudden they're like, I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's go back to what made Escalation Protocol so frustrating for the community. I, it just, it is just flabbergasting that they did it. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Needs coffee badly. Thank you for the coffee purchase. Whoever just did it, appreciate it. Um, and the feedback from Altars of Sorrow. Yeah, Altar of Sorrow is another thing where people are like, ah, this is really hard. Matchmaking would have made Altar of Sorrows better. Thank you. I forgot about Altar of Sorrows because I hate it. I hate that event too. I don't like it. It's a repetitive samey meat grinder, and it's actually kind of tough without people in the instance. Gee, what is the trend here? A repetitive samey meat grinder that's failable. If they're failable in the public space, and you didn't add matchmaking. I ranted about this yesterday. What does Sundial and Menagerie and Vex Offensive all have in common? matchmaking and they're not failable I got an idea let's remove both those value points and see what happens matchmaking nah failable yes let's take away the non-failable value point rip that off and see what people think just such a freaking eye roll I don't I really don't get it I really don't get it I get fired up every time I think about this this is just such a just a fumble such a fumble Stop disrespecting your own developers. Whoever built this, like, it's such a disrespect for them to build content and create mechanics and do all this stuff and be like, yeah, but no matchmaking and it's failable. (laughs) That'll be great. That'll go over really well. Thanks for building this content that we're going to crap all over with bad structure. Oh, it's irritating. Altar of Sorrow is cool too, but I don't want to do it. All it takes is one failed altar of sorrow and you are kicked in the gut. You're like, I'm out. I don't want to do... I'm done, dude. We were here for forever. Ah, I'm freaking done. (laughs) Who wants to play content? Who wants to fail? You guys like to do that? You know? You like to come home from your your job that you hate or, you know, your class that you're tired of and you want to fail in a video game? Is that what you want to do? Like, (laughs) I like failure. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, we'll go play Dark Souls or, or Sekiro if you like failure. This is freaking Destiny. It's just supposed to be looties and shooties, man. Ugh. <sighs> Sweat pickle. If you had to choose between uh, Destiny 1 Nightfall and D2 Nightfall, which one do you think is better and why? Oh, I love the Nightfalls now, actually. Uh, as long as I don't go up to Grandmaster. Thousand level Nightfalls are a real sweet spot. They're real nice. Somebody said it in chat earlier. I was like, yeah, this is, they're in a good sweet spot. They feel good. Uh, do you think that there will be darkness subclasses next season? No, I do not. I think that that leak is 100% fake. There will not be darkness subclasses in Destiny 2. If there are, I, I will be shocked. I will be genuinely like, what? Like, if they're going to do darkness subclasses, I don't think it's going to be in this game. I don't think until next game. It's too system-wide. That's too involved for what they're trying to do right now. Atheist Boy. You think the Bungie should create one or two raid layers a year so the raid community isn't stuck with just one raid a year? No, they don't have the bandwidth for it and it would take away from the one raid a year. I don't think the raid layers were good enough to do that. Uh, The ones that were 
little like I know people love the Eater of Worlds fight, but they don't have the bandwidth for that. So if they did something to that level of Eater of Worlds, you're just robbing Peter to pay Paul, and I don't think you're get, I think you're just spreading it too thin. I, I don't think Eater was worth taking bandwidth away from the yearly raid. Yearly raids are always better, and I don't want to dilute that so you can get an Eater of Worlds like jumping puzzle two two room fight. I, I a two fight room, two fights in one room. Like I just don't think that that's worth it. I really don't. All the layers were good. They were good, but they were not good enough to take away from the yearly raid bandwidth. I think the yearly raids have been very, very good. Um, Loot's been lacking. Loot has been really lacking. But I don't want to take away from that bandwidth, man. Vogue, Kingsfall, uh, Wrath. I'm not a fan of Leviathan, but Leviathan's huge and beautiful. Last Wish and then Garden of Salvation. They're all great, and I don't want to take away from that. I think that rhythm, they've got a good rhythm there, and they just need to make the loot better. If And also, a raid NPC could help here. I've talked about this before. If they did one raid a year, and then the three seasons that followed it, they did something with a raid NPC to inject life into that raid every season, then we would have our solution. I think that's the solution. Hey, welcome to, imagine, Season of Dawn, right? It's the season after Garden launched. Imagine in Season of Dawn, if some raid NPC shows up, it's like, hey, we want to test your raid metal. Uh, We've got bounties, and we have challenges, and we have some ornaments that you can earn. And, oh, also, we have uh, some weapon boons or weapon frames, so you can target a couple of the weapons that you might have been trying to get. And now you are suddenly like, oh, let's go run Garden. This is kind of cool. And then the next season, they rotate, and maybe there's some different things. So by the end of the year, you would have all of the ornaments for all of the garden weapons, and you'd have all of the things that you want from it. You would feel like you kind of, like, squeezed everything you could out of garden. Every season, you kind of reinvigorate the raid community with, hey, the raid NPC got updated. The, the, uh, this, this, uh, this season, they've got an ornament for the gospel, and they have an ornament for the bow. I don't know. And you, you know, you work your way to those because you're just, I just don't think we want to take away from the yearly raid bandwidth, but I do think they could say, you know what? We could put a rhythmic capstone on top here and every season do a little something that again, I think they could get a lot, a lot of capital out of a little bit with a, with a seasonal rank. You know, the NPC would level up, right? as you level up that season with the NPC, you'd get benefits from the raid and maybe the ability to rerun it for non-powerful drops. Uh, Maybe it starts to increase the stat propensities on the armor. Things like that, I think would really help. Like every season, be like, well, I'm a raider and we didn't get a new raid, but this stuff looks pretty cool. Let's go. Let's get in there. You know, people raided in Wrath of the Machine like crazy for the Xenophage. (laughs) So... Yeah, this a season of dawn could have been the sparrow, the harpy sparrow. Get that thing the frick out of the eververse. And then this season could have been the sparrow, um, uh, the harpy shell. I'm sorry, the harpy shell. This season could have been the sparrow that looks like the divinity. And then next season could have been um, a uh, let's see, that's a that's a sparrow, a, a ship. You know, there you go. A ghost, a ship, and a sparrow could be like the exotic item you get when you get to the tip of their rank that season. Um. And I know people are like, oh, that's such a good idea. How come they haven't thought of that? I don't know. I mean, that to me feels like low-hanging fruit. I, it's like you made the items. You made a harpy shell. You made a sparrow that looked like a freaking divinity. And then there was a ship too. I forget. Then the ship looked like um, the ship looked like the Crimson Keep. There was a ship that I think looked like it could have come from the the garden the garden raid, right? 
what was it it would have been the no there was it no you got this from the season pass no I guess there wasn't a ship that looked like it came from the garden because this looks like it comes from the uh, the crimson keep so they they could have uh, or maybe this is is this it uh, that's that's Vanguard I don't think there was no there wasn't one but again I think that that would be an idea to give you rhythmic relevancy to raiding without making a raid layer you know I get that people want to raid layers the only other idea I threw out there was they could have done a raid layer or two in garden where you actually go back through garden and it's the same rooms and the fights are different I actually thought they might have done that the size of garden and the feel of it I thought well maybe we'll go back in here and the the fights will change a little bit and the loot will change there was no heavy weapons right it felt like pieces of the loot pool were missing the machino form the machino form is the divinity ship okay hang on a second the machino form and is that from season 8 I don't see it. Why is it not in my collections? Where does it where does it drop? I don't, yeah, I don't have one. There was a divinity ship I saw. It's hidden if you don't have it. Where does it drop? Where does it drop? Is it Eververse or was it There's a sparrow that looks like the divinity. Uh, where'd the sparrow go? Oh, I don't. I didn't get the sparrow either. Yeah, the sparrow's not listed here. Yeah, the sparrow looked like the divinity. It was really cool looking. It was from the Eververse. Yeah, it's not in here if you didn't if you didn't buy it. Yeah, there was a really cool sparrow. It looked just like the divinity. I thought it was awesome. Um, Arcanus. Players like the ability to earn cosmetics in-game through some sort of challenge rather than being transactional purchase. Is there a way Bungie could empower dedicated players to work to unlock those cosmetics without getting in the Eververse only? I mean, I didn't see this question, but we that is just what we were walking through. <laughs> Lixel. What about making Grandmaster Nightfall drop exotics with expanded stats? We've already kind of talked about the loot and what I would want to do with it. I don't want to retread that discussion. Um, you're just really late in the Q&A. It's not your fault. What do you think about class balance and endgame content? Do you think Bungie should strive to close the gap between classes? This is why I think they should, like I said, start empowering different approaches to the content, an aggressive approach. So you're not going to run around with Skull Fort and Ballistic Slam and endgame content. You just aren't. You're, it's too risky. You're going to die, right? Uh, so you're just going to run bubble. So I think it is hard. Class balance right now is really going to trend toward tether well and bubble because that's just all about defense and survival. And that's why I think that there is something to be said for creating an incentive and a motivation to say if you play faster, more aggressive, and these certain modifiers are really motivating you to maybe try different builds, try different subclasses, then you would maybe not want to play it so safe and slow because that might work against that might work against the point system or the reward system the only way you're going to get player behavior to change in the end game to make it a little bit different than it is right now is to empower it and motivate it even if you empower it if it's not motivated if you're not motivated to do it by a reward you're not going to do it well look at all these modifiers oh man we could play this so aggressive why would we do that we can play passive and run around the other side and skip all the enemies so scoring 
and speed being kind of brought together and empowering that type of play with some modifiers is the ticket. You got to empower me to try it and you got to motivate me to try it too. Why am I going to try it if there's no reward involved? But there's a reward involved in playing aggressive, killing everything and going quickly. Now you got the recipe for player behavior to change. Just a catch 22. You have been clear about your dislike for all the negative and no positive modifiers. Are there any specific modifiers you think would be fair and not OP like heavyweight? Uh, I, I've already outlined a couple of them that I liked, but I also said leaning into the seasonal mods. So right now, Warmind cells were like the cool new seasonal thing. Why not put some put, put, put three or four mods in there that week to week are a little bit different, but really, really empower a Warmind cell build? And you're like, well, we could play this very differently. I could spec and do this and this and this. And these types of Warmind cells are stronger. And this type of build might be really, really good. You're you're now motivating, like I just said. Well, no, I'm sorry. You're empowering a different play style. And if you motivated that play style, what if there was a challenge to spawn and use and get so many kills with Warmind cells? And that would increase your chances of a double drop rate or a better drop rate or a whatever reward. You just empowered a different playstyle and incentivized it. As opposed to flattening out the end game into a neutral passive sitback game or hide within Viz. Hide and run from everything, you know? Dami. Would you like to see Adept Weapons inside the Grandmaster Nightfall's Platinum? We've already talked about what I would like to do with the rewards. You just weren't here for it. I am sorry. You'll have to go back and listen. I don't, we've gone long, so I don't want to retread it. What part of Grandmaster Bungie was considering to watch, to be watchable? I think they like the idea that it's encased and like it's about a you know 30 to 40 minute thing and then it slowly got faster. They like people finessing their content. They like raid races. They like raid challenges. They like contest modifier. I think contest modifier is one of the best things to come out of raid races and I love to see contest modifier being used in another place. We have been asking for that. I think I have a video that it, it, it literally is titled contest modifier or we need more contest modifier. It's, it's titled something like that where I basically said they should use it in more places because I like it. Like seeing a sword, I'm not a fan of power deltas, but like seeing a sword and then having all these other things kind of going on, I think is good. If it's if it's higher than that, if you start seeing skulls, that's too much. That's too punishing. But I liked Garden of Salvation seeing swords. It felt in like a nice sweet spot. I, I had to pay attention to my health. I had to recover. But I didn't feel like a piece of tissue paper. You know? <laughs> I didn't I didn't feel like I was... I was totally like, oh, I was just getting obliterated. I just had to pay attention and go into cover and, and, and also it made me lean on recovery. You know, maybe building up that stat lean on recovery uh, would be good. So that's a ton of questions. This was another long session, but I, I felt good. I, I had eaten my lunch and I wasn't getting hangry. Uh, and so, and people, thank you very much to the people that respected the request to no longer submit questions because we had so many by the time I started. I was like, please don't submit anymore. I appreciate those of you uh, restraining your desire to submit questions. Q&A has gone pretty smooth lately because we've lowered the uh, the character limit and, and we've had you guys kind of buy into just submitting, I think, really, really good questions, especially today. So thank you for doing that. Again, if you're here live right now, remember to click the follow button. That's a free way to support me. I'm not shutting the stream down, but I'm going to end this segment. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at say no to rage.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.